0: Hello and welcome to Shuffle. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to listen to the five songs that are discussed in this week's episode. Links to Spotify and YouTube playlists containing the songs can be found in this episode's description. this is the official first episode of Shuffle,
1: inaugural show.
0: I'm sitting here with Dominic Manthey, right.
1: ex-radio
0: DJ, extraordinaire not
1: anymore. not anymore. That's why I said now ex. I'm back. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Radio
0: DJ once again.
1: <laughs> the prodigal son, man. I'm back. Always comes back. You pulled me back in, man. I was done.
0: Well, I'm sorry to play out of retirement. <laughs> So I guess first I want to ask, were you familiar with any of these bands or songs prior to getting this playlist?
1: Yes, I was only, I was vaguely familiar with Death Grips. Okay. Because I have a friend who raves about them.
0: They're pretty hippie. But
1: otherwise, lactating blood, just, uh, (laughs) I've had no experiences with that.
0: (laughs) Well, thank goodness. I guess I also wanna know what was your old radio show like.
1: So my old radio show was KNDS. If you're ever in Fargo ninety six point three. Still running. You get still running. You can still call in a request 701-236-6391. I hope that's right.
0: Well, I'm I was gonna say I'm impressed that you memorized it, but oh, I man. noticed it was tattooed on your forearm, <laughs> so
1: You're right you only knew that because we do the snake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so was, was it basically you got to play whatever you wanted to
1: play? It was. You, there were almost no rules at this radio, college radio. Most people just played whatever they wanted. But I was kind enough to recognize I don't have the best taste. Not everyone's gonna like it. So my friend and I, who we did the radio show with, we constantly had people call. Requests and we would play stuff that they requested and then rip off of that and play something else. So we got a lot of requests.
0: Did you have like a confined library that you had access to or was it whatever you could bring in you could
1: play? Technically. Technically. I guess yes, I don't want to get v- anybody in trouble. Technically here. it was a very confined list but in reality it was whatever Groove Shark and YouTube and- <laughs>
0: Anything you could find. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? So it
1: was virtually infinite, but not forty thousand. I don't think we even got close uh, to forty thousand songs. In the I don't.
0: I don't even really know how that happened. It's kind of a mistake. <laughs> I like have no room on my hard drive right now, but it's like I can't delete anything. Cause... That would be an interesting
1: premise. Each we, we listen to the songs and you just delete them, <laughs> or the ones we don't like, we delete. Well, there's definitely some
0: (laughs) songs I don't like in there that I found. So I I guess let's get it started with Whoa, 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 Whammy. Whammy. Whammy is by Death Grips. They are an experimental industrial hip-hop group from Mm -hmm. Sacramento, California. The song Whammy is off their 2012 album, No Love Deep Web. An interesting fact, that album is famous for the artwork Yes. The album depicts band member Zach Hill's erect penis yeah. with the words No Love Deep Web written on them in Sharpie.
1: That is the lead singer's penis. I was going
0: to ask. Oh, he's not is the it... singer. Okay, so the singer is a guy named MC Ride. Okay. Zach Hill plays drums and programs all the beats.
1: And it's his. Yeah, because it's, it's a white guy and a black guy. And it's okay. obviously
0: a white guy's penis on the album cover if you I look should. it up. Yeah, uh, uh... yeah,
1: yeah. It shows my extent of penises and the band. <laughs> Yes. Limited knowledge.
0: I try to look up the lyrics for the song. They're a little cryptic. I didn't quite get them all. Some oh, people's yeah. interpretations were that it's MC Ride's kind of trying to talk about his distaste for fake things. I guess uh, whammy. Whammy is slang for fake cocaine. Yep. And some of the others, that he kind of alludes to like. People who are obsessed with shopping at the mall and fake looks on people. I don't
1: know. See that? This is. I learned a lot about myself listening to this song because I heard it and the title was Whammy, and I immediately assumed it was going to be very whimsical. Sure. And I listened to it and I wasn't sure what the lyrics were, and then I looked into it and I was yeah, it, it was not only at all. No. Yeah, it's fake crack
0: oh so you found that
1: out yeah too. yeah i googled it i was just like oh my god so i learned yeah when i hear whammy i'm assuming it's something very nice going on but this song seemed like it had a lot of uh presumed knowledge about death grips
0: yeah they're 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 a dense band to get into i don't know how much you know about death grips but they're almost nothing some people would call them pretentious they're infamous for setting up concerts and not showing up to them Uh, this last year they broke up put out two albums and then got back together as a band um actually when they played when nine inch nails came here and played in state college a couple years ago death grips was supposed to open up for them and they canceled and just didn't show up for the entire tour really and they're they're very Kind of into art and stuff like that like when they were asked about the album work for no love deep web they were kind of pretentious about it and they said like it's kind of our ode to homosexuality even though we're heterosexuals and if <laughs> if you have to ask about it you probably don't get it man and it's it's all about how we're anti-misogyny and I I don't
1: know. see that makes total sense because everything you just described sounds just like my friend who likes. <laughs> Spencer, you know who you are, man. Very pretentious. Loves the artsy stuff. I and mean, he's going to leave a bad unit. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. I don't know. I I really dug <laughs> the
0: song. I kind of liked how um minimal the beats were, I guess. Like it was just kind of like an electronic bass and some sampled woman's voice. Yeah. And that that's pretty yeah. much it. It's yeah. kind of tribal. I don't know, what what did you think of it? It was
1: very raw. Again, yeah. showing the extent of my uh, rap vernacular. It was very raw. Very raw. And I was gonna ask, the female, that's just a sample. There's yeah. no backup.
0: It's there's no female in the there. band. Actually one of the albums they put out Hints the penis. Yeah. It's men's only boys yeah. only. Well <laughs> supposedly they did collaborate with York, the Icelandic. Singer. One of the albums that was put out kind of when I guess right before they broke up was this first part of a double album. I don't know if I should say the title. In words on the moon. And all of the beats on the all the beats on the album were entirely sampled Bjork lyrics. (laughs) Like Zack Hill took nothing but her voice and chopped it up and spit it in such a way where it, all the beats, all the synths, everything is Bjork's voice within wow. MC Ride rapping on top of it. Wow. It's interesting. It gets kind of old after a <laughs> yeah, while. Yeah. Like it's a I think it's like a nine to thirteen song long album. Wow. So it's eh.
1: That's impressive technical. Yeah. Wizard. No, so, yeah, it was a good good song. Whammy. Yeah, again, it sounded like to me it was... Again, I I know almost nothing about rap. But my impression is that there's some songs that are just, like, hype songs. Sure. You know what I mean? They just, like, hype up the person. Get you going. And this one, my impression was it was very much a hype song. You know, watch out. Almost, like, intimidating, which... Knowing nothing about death grips.
0: No, they're they're very... (laughs) Confrontational, yeah. they're very aggressive, and I, I just like kind of the industrial nature of a lot of their beats. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, it's, it was disorienting sometimes yes. too, kind of sound. Yeah. What awesome. is what is a death? <laughs> well, I, I can imagine.
0: I guess to me, the first thing that comes to mind is choking someone. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's actually meaning behind the name of the band. Or not. It's probably the, the penis. penis. <laughs> you know, you just got a death grip okay. on that thing.
1: It's all making sense. Freud was right. The penis really doesn't do for everything.
0: The whole band was leading up to this moment. Like they're listening right now like, "Oh, these two finally got it. Now they we can it. now we can finally quit. We've been waiting for someone to put the to connect the dots." That's
1: it. It all makes
0: all right, well, I guess we can move on to the next song then, which is No One Does It Like You by Department of Eagles. It's off their 2008 album In Ear Park. Department of Eagles is an indie folk rock duo mm. from New York. And if the lead singer of the band sounded familiar to you, familiar to you, yeah. it's because he's actually a member of the band Grizzly Bear. Yep. His yep. Daniel Rosson. Oh yeah, uh, what do you think of "No One Does It Like You"?
1: This I did. It was a very good song. I thought it was a very good song. It kind of had like a, like a, like duop kind of retro vibe. I thought no, some definitely. of the backup vocals, which uh I, which I, yeah, I, I really liked. And it shouldn't be a surprise because I'm a huge Chrisley
0: fan. I am too. So yeah, it
1: was a yeah, very good. No,
0: I I dug it. I found it kind of odd because i again tried to look up the lyrics and again they were kind of cryptic and vague yeah. it kind of got the idea that it was maybe about a relationship ending because of adultery or cheating or something maybe yeah. but at the same time while it kind of had this downer note to it the song's very unemotional overall yeah like not even happy it's just not I couldn't detached. get a I couldn't get a read on it at yeah. all. It's not happy or sad. It's kinda sleepy and dreamlike yeah. almost.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And there's something about uh Daniel's vocals. They're just like timeless in a way. It kinda gives you like you said, old fashioned almost. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't sound like an old man by any means.
1: Yeah, no, um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was the same kinda Yeah, almost kinda like detached but yeah, haunting kind of vocal. Similar to... just like... But yeah, yeah, I really like. Have you seen the video? Yes. I watched the video. <laughs> the video and is... And I liked it a lot. And then I researched it, and I discovered that it premiered at MoMA. the museum. Of oh, Honorary. really? And then... I was like, that's a little much. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> that's a little, going a little too far.
0: <laughs> like... Was it part of an exhibit, or was like just featured at MoMA, like playing in a gallery? I think it
1: was playing I maybe that was it. It was just plain.
0: Like, were there other music videos played with it? I wonder. I don't.
1: I just read again. This is just surface knowledge, but it premiered at MoMA.
0: Yeah, the music video has a bunch of weird toy soldiers and female Nazi-looking yeah. people. Kind of marching around and there's a singing ghost and guys cutting their own legs off yeah and it's all kind of in beat to like the bouncing along of the yeah. music so yeah. it's eerie because it's like these weird they all have these weird masks on
1: here. it seemed like a very like halloween type music video it well, very, it's good that we're recording this exactly. on october 1st then october 1st. <laughs> too
0: spooky for me <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it was, yeah, but it was good. It has a sort of like, I don't know, grizzly bear. They also seem to have like an autumnal. Is that a word? I don't like, yeah, a fall-like quality. No, something I. Something about them. I definitely. Agree. Yeah, and so I thought this did too. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like, yeah, brisk air and kind of changing and slow and yeah, a little like. It's nostalgic and like something you're crying for, but it's also kind of sad because it's like end of summer. And yeah. Grizzly
1: Bear's music's off. It's beautiful, but you know it's really... <laughs> That's what this song said. Yeah. To me. It's like, oh, <laughs> everything
0: is beautiful now, but you're going to die. <laughs> I mean, don't forget that.
1: Exactly. All right.
0: I guess let's move on to what everyone's been waiting for. Oh, yeah. And I that swear. is lactating
1: blood by mutilators. I didn't even know. I just knew there were three names associated with this. I didn't even know which was the band, which was the album, which was the song. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Virginated genital pulp. Am you I saying that? You got right? it. You got it. I'm so, sorry, maybe you wanted to say that. Oh no.
0: First. You can totally say that. <laughs> you wanna want. break that word in? <laughs> so the band is mutilated okay the song is lactating blood okay. and it's off the 2003 album Deverginated Genital Pulp okay and the album artwork for this album looks exactly like what you think virginated Genital Pulp would look like Wow it's I didn't even it's like basically the best way I can describe it is it looks like a bunch of raw meat kind of Jackson Pollock splatter painting around and there's a vague sense of a vagina on it. Wow, <laughs> and that's the album art. So these guys are a death metal band from Redford, Michigan. Okay, death metal. Yeah. that's the. Uh... They are they are a death metal band, and they're not to be confused with the French death metal band of the same name. Mutilated. Different, mutilated. I was gonna death say that, that
1: sounds like it's hot commodity. So death.
0: I guess to start off the funny story behind this <laughs> album and how it ended up in my iTunes was my old roommate chris and i got super into like weird metal back during our undergrad years we would look and find all these different genres of gore grind and black metal and grindcore and Uh, so there's this chain of record stores in minnesota called the electric fetus yeah we went to the original one in duluth minnesota and they used to have this awesome basement where they sold used cds and vinyl and we were just trying to find weird metal albums and And happened that's upon this a... Deverginated Genital Lactating Pulp blood. album. And the song that's wow. popped up in the playlist is was... Lactating Blood.
1: The lyrics, they <laughs> it, they seem like they were either written by or inspired by John Wayne Gays. I I totally agree, <laughs> except... <laughs> The
0: misogyny is not very John Wayne Gacy, yeah, he fair, was right. after small
1: boys. Yeah.
0: This guy seems to <laughs> really hate women. Yeah, good point. And actually, if you go further into this album, there's kind of themes. They're all about mutilating women in sexual ways, wow. this whole album. It's pretty horrible. I mean, other than the fact that it's this song about this guy who mutilates women, it's a pretty standard death metal song. Yeah, I'm guessing you're not that familiar with death metal. You know, gave it away? Blast beats, <laughs> guttural, growling vocals. Yeah. Everything has to be fast as possible.
1: So not to make you the representative of the virginated genital. Don't make me that guy. But you're the closest <laughs> thing I got. What is the appeal of this kind of music? I'm not saying it's not appealing. I'm just saying it's very niche. Because at times, I got to say the music, which is intense, you feel it. But sometimes, I I honestly, I couldn't even tell you what note. <laughs> you know, honestly,
0: <laughs> as a guy who likes certain types of metal, I'm not attracted to this particular, I don't know. It's all about shock value. I yeah. feel like they try to draw you in with this... Racy album art and horrible song titles, and if you listen to it, the production's not that good on it. The drums just sound like kind of clicks the whole time. Supposedly, there's this whole list of lyrics that the guy's singing, but all it sounds like is yeah. Does he even say them? (laughs) I've listened to this probably thirty times in a row, reading the lyrics as I was listening to it, trying to pick it out. It's very hard, like. I don't think he's actually saying all these lyrics. And really? actually, just for the listeners, I kind of wanted to read the lyrics. You should. You should. So,
1: not, not me.
0: I guess just a warning. If you're easily offended and don't want to hear really gross things, I guess skip ahead about 30 seconds, because this is pretty nasty.
1: Can you read it like it's like a slam poetry or something? <laughs>
0: Expecting <laughs> mothers. Okay, so the song is about a man who likes to hunt and collect the breasts of pregnant women mm. to take them to his home and eat them the lyrics go expecting mothers are the ones I hunt for their swollen tits not their occupied hunts removing their breast, breasts cure my erections majority of them are kept some of them are digested Rag soaked in ether knocks them out just fine they're rotund fun bags, soon to be mine. Mod mounds of fat with nipples detached from the chest. Two more added to my collection. Woman awake, breastless. Tits dangle from strings like mammary mobile. Tits like a portrait of beauty nailed to my walls. Tits stuff my fridge, chill to stay fresh. Cut. Tits warmed and plumps stolen from the pregnant sluts two pieces of bread and a breast in between topped off with lettuce and a scrumptious slice of cheese (laughs) sinking my teeth into such a marvelous taste with every true flesh spurting out salty bloody paste tits are lactating blood not milk is gushing Mm end scene.
1: We should like edit in like a last laugh track and like gas from <laughs> the audience <laughs> or like or like, like just like a walking bass line and some bongos <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 Oh my god, yeah and then at <laughs> the end just a the Seinfeld theme song <laughs>
0: the People start snapping because you don't applaud <laughs> yeah, in a cool yeah, jazz club
1: cool. Wow. So yeah,
0: it's pretty horrible It's pretty fucking horrible
1: <laughs> It's amazingly really Vile imagery, but normally it's very traditional. Yeah. Not many songs go for that kind of, you know, sing songy <laughs> yeah. rhyme, <Yeah>, sing songy, <laughs> attention to rhythm and syllable count. And I,
0: he uses some <laughs> interesting language. He uses the word rotund and yeah, scrumptious. Man. You don't hear that in songs no. that often. No,
1: not at all. It's, uh... <sighs> it's quite. <laughs> I'm actually pretty impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I challenge
0: you. To listen to it and try to read the lyrics yeah. you can't there's no way he's saying it and if he is it, it's way, it goes way too fast like it just sounds like he makes about a, like a five second long growling noise and supposedly
1: two of these lines are yeah. sung yeah. yeah I don't know wait I was gonna ask you also about something you mentioned the drums because this is such a heavy song mm-hmm. and the drums sound unbelievably like dopey
0: <laughs> yeah, so when you get into death metal, thrash metal, black metal, they're infamous for using the double pace, double bass pedal drumming. Uh, so, you know, you got your big kick drum, Yeah. and the way it works is, you know, you hit a pedal, and a little arm beats against the side of it. Yeah. So these drum sets have two of those set up, and the guys basically sit there and do this with their feet the whole time. Uh. Honestly... I never really got it like why it's it's such a staple in metal music because yeah. it does it's not big and booming like the sound is it's very just kind of like yeah because it sounds
1: like a little like stick on a box
0: it's exactly what they always sound like even in like some of my favorite black metal songs it sounds exactly like that still i've never got it but it's kind of like a
1: this is amazing cultural
0: immersion. Yeah. Hey, it's, the that's the whole point of blood You're, you're and... learning so much about lactating blood. Alright, do you have any final thoughts on Mutilated? I'm not a big fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: At least it was short. That's true, it goes by pretty quick. <laughs> and the only thing shorter than that is the next yeah, song exactly. on the playlist. Which is NC by Leftover Crack. Off their 2001 album mediocre generica they're a new york based punk band mm-hmm. and the most interesting thing about their name is there's an umlau over the o and leftover crack so i guess it's like leftover crack
1: leftover, yeah.
0: yeah so they're your very typical punk band kind of like i guess modernized punk band yeah uh, their lyrics are very anti-everything anti-america Doom, pollution, end of time, yeah. dismal.
1: This song, compared to Mutilated, it sounded incredibly weak. That is it's, true. Except the drums. The <laughs> drums were, I was blown away by the drums. They were, it's like, wow. Those are some nice drums. <laughs> I never well, appreciate drums. Anymore. It is
0: interesting listening to the one following the other one. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought their lead singer sounds like a really pissed off Christmas elf. Like, his voice is kind of yes. oddly
1: high. Yeah. Especially yeah. for a punk
0: band. Kind of wimpy. Yeah. In a
1: classic sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. He just, and, like, he's kind of screaming, but he just kind of sounds like he's having a really bad day.
1: Yeah. Like. Wait, so in what genre would you label us? I don't know. Like. It's not like post hardcore.
0: It's kind of just I guess I read them on I read up on them a little bit and they tried to like define their own genre where yeah. it's kind of like they took the basis of ska music but mm. sped it up a just a ton. Mm. So it's supposed to be like really sped up rash punky ska music. Wow. I don't really get the ska because I didn't catch that, that the either. ska always has a very nice kind of dancey like <laughs> Do do to it, and this did not. It was just yeah. kind of like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 that, that's pretty
0: much the whole song. Yeah, that's exactly. Like probably not much more than 45 seconds. Little interesting fact on where the album name Mediocre Generica came from. It's their so this is their first album, and they originally wanted to call it "Shoot the Kids at School." Which is actually one of the lyrics from this song, N.C., and the record label (laughs) turned it down, so they renamed it Mediocre Generica, because they're like, oh, you want a Mediocre Generic name? Well, we're going to say F.U. to the man and name the album Mediocre Generica. Nice hipster move. Yeah, and actually, another interesting (laughs) fact is, coincidentally, this album was released on September 11th, 2001. Wow. So... Their next album, which is called Fuck World Trade, they referenced the first album calling it the tower toppling mediocre generica. Wow. You know.
1: Wow. Very, they're bringing the man Sensationalist. down. <laughs> yeah. We wait, wait, so the name of the band is NC.
0: Oh uh, no, it's leftover crack. Sorry, the song is called the NC. song is called NC. Yes, I I really don't know what what's NC. I don't know. We have no. I looked up the lyrics. There's I don't I have no idea. All the lyrics are. Where have all the blue skies gone? And the east is a toxic dawn. Poison in the wind that blows. Who inhales it? No one knows. See, this is
1: uh, to me. This was much more emotional
0: yeah. too than the uh, mutilated. That is true. This
1: is almost like a.
0: Like Robert Frost. It is kind of, like, especially <laughs> the next line. Why does so much feel like less resigned into death's warm caress? Sickly sweet as melted skin, greed becomes our greatest sin. Putrefaction, rot decay will shoot your kids at school today. Yeah, Why does so much it. feel like less resigned to death's warm caress? Now, if I hadn't known that this album was released on September 11th, I could almost see the song being kind of about September 11th. Like, Blue Sky's Gone, yeah. East is a Toxic Dawn, uh, the Melting Skin lyric. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I kind of just figured it's about how, like, oh, America sucks. We should write a song. About it. <laughs> That's kind of what I took away from Yeah.
1: It. Yeah. Well, I was surprised at the, the sensitivity in the lyrics. Uh, to be honest, it was surprising. So were you expecting, like, I mean, coming from mutilated and diverginated genital pulp. This was like a Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss (laughs) song.
0: Yeah. There's no curse words in it. it Maybe they're a straight edge band. I don't know. A little mutilation after that. (laughs) It's like you got desensitized. It's like every time after the first time you do meth, you can never (laughs) reach that high again because you got burnt out. Or I guess crack is probably a better way to do it because we're talking about leftover Yeah, leftover.
1: There you go. Oh. So, you a punk fan now? Or a crack fan. Crack fan. A <laughs> big crack fan. The music's never been the same since I started the crack <laughs> thing. <That's fan. normal. laughs>
0: Alright, so I guess moving on to the final song, which is my personal favorite of the five, I think. Yeah. It's Getting It Wrong by Sparkle Horse. Yeah. Off the 2006 album Dreamt for Light Years in the Belly of a Mountain. So I don't know if you know anything about Sparkle Horse. I did not know anything. It's a solo project by a guy named Mark Lindquist. Hmm. He's from Richmond, Virginia. It's kind of an indie rock, dream pop album. He actually committed suicide back in 2010. This was actually oh. the last album he ever recorded. Wow. He actually did it in kind of a brutal way. He put a hunting rifle up to his heart and just pulled the trigger. Wow. Yeah.
1: He, to the heart.
0: Yeah, and I guess listening to this song you can kind of get the idea that he probably wasn't he was battling with depression and anxiety and stuff like that. He wasn't yeah. he wasn't the happiest guy and you know it sucks cuz he made great music. I don't know. I I loved this song. I love I loved how somber it was yeah. and how meek his vocals were. Yeah. And yeah. like kind of can't really tell what he's saying cuz kind of mumbling there's kind of like an effect laid over the top of it yeah uh, what did you think of it
1: i mean going from mutilated the leftover <laughs> crack this song a... it was like having someone whisper in my ear and it was, oh it was, it's very it was like a soothing, it's like a massage yeah exactly i definitely got like smashing pumpkin postal service vibes yeah a little bit definitely yeah i mean and yeah i liked it i liked it a lot I read the YouTube comments on this video. Have you read them? I have not. He's a very devout follower, this this band, and one in particular was so fascinating and I wrote it down. Go and for I it, like this. yeah. One 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 person said, this song makes me feel legitimately cold. As in, quote, I need a blanket, in quote, cold. It's weird, but I love that sensation.
0: It's kind of beautiful. <laughs>
1: I was like, well... Oh. Did you feel cold while <laughs> you are listening to it? I did not. It was actually a very warming, soothing song.
0: I agree. And actually, if you look at the lyrics, he actually sings about setting a forest on fire yeah. in the song. Yeah. Which is kind of the opposite of feeling cold, I suppose. Yeah. It's funny you should mention, you know, after listening to Mutilated and Leftover Crack and having this kind of in the playlist, before... I'd even made that connection i kind of thought that this song sounds like the perfect like, indie movie ending credit song yeah yeah and it's kind of like the ending <laughs> credits to this playlist like the action starts you off with whammy and then you kind of get the feel-goody vibes from no one does it like you and then, and then, the then terrifying the acid trying <laughs> acid the horrible begin like climax in the middle of leftover crack and mutilated and then it all kind of sadly sweetly ends with
1: sparkle horse floating off into the horizon floating
0: off with yeah. that crack addiction <laughs>
1: yeah, <exactly. laughs> it's the death that autumn yes and actually supervised.
0: i feel like knowing that he committed suicide I guess it kind of ru- i don't want to say ruined. it changed sparkle horse music for me i yeah i i I, w- I wouldn't say i'm a huge fan but i do enjoy his music when i run into it and it's like i actually i remember not that i was a huge fan but i remember i was sitting in class in two on in 2010 it was my um, 3d digital design class and i was surfing the web and i saw he killed himself i'm like oh wow crap and now like I feel like I'm almost like looking for it in all of his songs. Now. Yeah. So I don't want to say it ruined it for me, but now it's like this song just seems like a
1: suicide note to me almost. That's the impression I got from the, a lot of the YouTube comments. Yeah. That they were like, yeah, very like devout fans who were reading a lot into this song. Yeah.
0: Well, and the song kind of has this like, I don't want to say self harm, but it's like, set your forest on fire, we're up in our tower. They're singing our song, they're getting it wrong. Yeah. I think they reference Ophelia drowning in a stream, which is some sort of Greek story, I think, or something. Hamlet. Hamlet, that's Hamlet. what it is. Yeah, Shakespeare.
1: I don't know anything. That's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. My, my resident <laughs> academic. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. Too.
0: No, actually, I think no. you're right. I did read, yeah.
1: Which, coincidentally, I've heard it's one of the weirdest ways to it.
0: Drowning in a stream in a, yeah. a dream. <laughs> yeah, in a sparkle horse song. In a sparkle horse song, in particular.
1: Yeah. Wait, so who told you that? I had a professor who studied suicide. Like yeah. that was his field of study. Yeah, he wrote like a book on it. I think. He was a philosophy professor. So he wrote. Was it like the philosophy of suicide? It was about like the ethics of suicide, okay. and it's so different. Like in ethics the ethics, med- like the big Yeah, one. the big one. But it brought him to research all the different ways to kill yourself because I think he was attending to the amount of pain involved in killing yourself and if pain is a variable drowning yourself is like way on the extreme really yeah apparently it's I like, always imagine like the opposite I think your body fights it extremely hard and like you're like, exploding stuff right?
0: I suppose because your reaction is to start breathing in and they probably just keep filling with water and then hold so much tension.
1: This reminds me of the acid trip. I, remind- when I listen to mutilated. <laughs> this reminds me of mutilated <laughs> and crack.
0: Doing crack, getting mutilated, and, <laughs> and
1: getting it wrong. The sparkle horse riff.
0: <laughs> yeah, and actually, the reason why I got really into sparkle horse was a while ago. They came out with this album called the Nightmare Revisited, which was a bunch of bands doing covers of Nightmare Before Christmas songs. Uh-huh. He did the most interesting cover of the song Something's Up With Jack. I don't know how huh, familiar yeah. I am with all yeah. those songs. Like all the other bands, you know, I think Marilyn Manson did one and corn and evanescence, like all these kind of new metal bands. Yeah. And then this guy's thrown in the middle of all of that and he just does it sounds actually very similar to this song huh. it's very quiet kind of sad and happy and unique and
1: yeah
0: i loved it and then he went on to do this project which i loved even more called dark night of the soul and you'd actually probably be interested in this because it is a collaboration between sparkle horse danger mouse and david lynch what really yes wow. it's um wow you know, the best so Danger Mouse, are you familiar with him? Yeah, yeah. He did, him and Sparkle Horse did all the beats, recorded all the music, and they got guests to sing on every song. So, like, Iggy Pop sings on a song. Frank Black from The Pixie sings on a song. The lead singer of Granddaddy's on one. They got Wayne Coyne from The Flaming Lips david lynch sings on two of the songs and this i don't know if you've ever listened to any of david lynch's albums he's got two of them are they like
1: bluesy albums
0: one of them's kind of a bluesy guitar album and one of them's a really weird techno album called crazy clown time so this dark night of the soul was kind of the precursor to him getting into music
1: is his music like ironic is he doing it like to be like surreal i don't even know what (laughs) in It's surreal music. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, even the bluesy guitar one, it's David Lynch Yeah. I I don't know what to say. Like, I don't think he does anything with irony. Maybe he does. I always consider that he takes himself very seriously. Yeah, yeah. That's just my interpretation. But anyway, I'd highly recommend checking that out. Yeah. It's got, if you like this song, and I know you like David Lynch, and it's in a very eclectic collection of songs and.
1: Where would where would we find it? Well it's the bank it had a band name. So yeah,
0: it's called Dark Knight That's of the Soul. Of it's, the of the so. it's the name of the album, it's the name of the band, I guess. Yeah. And um it's on Spotify, I'm pretty sure. They actually ran into a lot of legal problems right when it came out. There was so many different artists included on it that none of the record deals could like figure out a way to get it released. And Danger Mouse got really pissed off. And if you know anything about Danger Mouse he kind of has a history with being in the gray area of the legality of music distribution yeah, with yeah. his gray album, ironically, with Jay Z. So they had a release date for this album. And while everyone was bitching about when it can come out, he started taking pre orders for it. And he would basically mail people a blank CD and a link. In a mail to an undisclosed website and he's like, just <laughs> downloading like I just want to get the music out nice there. Yeah, it, yeah it now does have an official release but uh, yeah that was actually the last thing Sparkle horse ever did before wow. he died because it came out the year he died I'm pretty sure 2010. yeah wow.
1: Wow.
0: yeah so I guess wow. overall if I had to give these five songs a theme it would just be cryptic I don't really know what any of them are about Cryptic. if i really think about it they're all very vague and cryptic (laughs) in a lot of ways yeah
1: they definitely all have let's see we got the penis we got the the old school doo-wop we got moma yeah we got moma (laughs) penis moma genital cult crack crack (laughs) and uh drowning in the river yeah that's cryptic
0: Beautiful, man. <laughs> that could be a slam poem right there. <laughs> yeah. Penis, MoMA, drowning in a stream. My leftover crack
1: in the genital. That's what. You I mean. <laughs> <laughs> talking about a horse chip. Yeah. Yeah, that's for another show. There you go.
0: <laughs> so I guess if you were to pick a favorite out of those five, what would it be? It would probably be the No One Doesn't No like One Doesn't Like You. Yeah, it's
1: a very beautiful song.
0: All right. Well, you should definitely check out more Department of Eagles yeah. music. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I think getting it wrong was probably my
1: favorite other than mutilated, of course. I mean, <laughs> lactating saying, blood. The way you read those lyrics. It's clear. I think it? I <laughs> want to get them tattooed on my calf
0: or somewhere, maybe on my forehead. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I think that's about it. Thank All you for right. helping me out with this. I hope yeah. we can do it again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, here's your playlist for next week's episode. Got iTunes opened up here, and we're going to hit next. First song is Sun Kill Moon's cover of Modest Mouse's Ocean Breathe Salty. Great song. Next is Deo Harry Belfont by Danny Elfman off the Beetlejuice soundtrack. Next is... Title, oh, jeez okay. It is a bootleg copy of Dane Cook's stand up special Vicious Circle. The track is just called Title I Chapter 4 because it was ripped off of a DVD menu. So I'm gonna have to listen to that to figure out what it is. Uh, let's see, that's four so far? No, three. Next is Little Man by Atmosphere. Last song is.. La La Rona by Chavela Vargas. Who I'm not familiar with. I don't know where that came from. Alright, those are the five songs. I'll oh boy, I'll try to make a playlist off of those. Some of those might be hard to find. I'll do my best. Alright, thank you for listening.